Door Guys. I'm Davis. And Vinny. R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, give me a beat. <laughs> and then today we have our special guest, Lewis Taylor. Count me in, bitches. Count me in. What's up, Lewis? Lewis was a uh, member of the Funny Bone staff back at the old club and yes. uh, I guess here at the new club too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys do that, but yeah, I spent a little time here that. at the new club. I, I did. I got a good I got a good medicine at uh you know, remembrance from a that, that's very uh, self depreciating actually, and we'll <laughs> touch on that later. I like to I like to build up to my self depreciation. <laughs> come out of the gate roaring with how <laughs> shitty I felt that night, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We can't wait to get into those stories, but let's take care of a little business first. Um, business. We just uh, would like everybody. It means a lot to us. Nothing to you, but hit that subscribe button on. We're on YouTube now. Hit it on whatever you hit listen it, to. Hit it. Hit it. Give us the subscribes. We need them. We want them. And uh, second, we got an email. We talk about getting emails all the time, and we got one. A legit Hang on. She told me she was 18. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I think that's a different email address. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that comes in the form of a warrant. (laughs) That's not the door, guys. Pot at (laughs) yahoo.com. No, we got an email, uh, and I don't know if we're supposed to say his name or not. What do you think? Uh, maybe first name. Yeah, we got an email from Russ. We'll just say that. Russ, Russ. what's shaking? What's up, Russ? We appreciate the email. You love the podcast and getting caught up. And you had a question for us. You know, something we can actually do. Do. Uh, he says Does that answer uh, questions. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is good. <laughs> he says, uh, "My wife and I went to a rich Bosch probably about three or four years ago. We love the opener, but can't remember his name, and would love to see him again if he ever comes back. Uh, by chance, do you remember his name?" Uh, he said he came out and seemed to have an attitude towards performing for a white Nebraska crowd, but he ended up having a great time and was Who hilarious. Wouldn't? I have an attitude <laughs> for a white Nebraska crowd. Getting a little uh, and just so up you just know, being with you guys right here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Too many white guys in the room? Right. <laughs> just so you know, Russ, Vinny went back and spent like three hours. Lots of research. <laughs> looking for this name, but he found it for you. I did. And so... Uh, on October 11th of 2018, uh, Rich Voss was here. Uh, Nick Allen was the uh, host, and the feature act was Mike Spienberg. Spienberg so, or Spienberg? Spienberg, S-P-E-E-N-berg. Hmm. Not familiar with him. I think so. I remember him. I think he was a bald guy. Um, I think so. Sean, so you worked that show? Uh, I believe so. But bald guy? I, you know, I don't remember. They all look alike. Right. <laughs> Bald guys. You, you seen one feature? You seen them all? Could have been, been Pete Ricketts for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Russ. So, we believe that's who you're looking for. If that name does not ring a bell, let us know. We can look. What was that name again? Further. Mike Spienberg. Mike Spienberg. I'm going to look him up. So, thanks for the email, Russ. And uh, Thanks, Russ. Anybody else that has any questions, we can uh, do some digging for you. Make sure you hit us up. Thanks for listening, Russ. Yeah. There's calendars that go, uh, oh, well, I'm sure you guys obviously know, but the, the famed uh, booking calendar that Colleen keeps a hard copy of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Th- those go back to the uh, early 90s. I saw, I saw a 98 one when I was digging. I didn't go all the way to the bottom. Right, I yeah. I saw a 98. It's a long, scary trip. <laughs> <laughs> there are some cats. And, and what's great is that there's still people that come back even now that, yeah. you know, we're we're, we're, we're at the club in the in the mid nineties. Oh yeah, and uh, and then there's people that are just like, yeah, you're all done. <laughs> <laughs> so close, so close. Well, you are our first guest that we have ever had from the old from Funny Bone 
you know, one, I guess. This would be funny bone part two. Representing <laughs> old school bitches. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> look at that here. Hold on. Let me yeah. get that. Uh, That's a beautiful sweatshirt. It's beautiful. There we go. We've uh, changed to black. We're, uh, you know, more overrated. Just until something darker now. comes along? Yeah. Or? <laughs> We're more uh, corporate now, so yeah. uh, black is slimming and more professional, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we have polos now. We have, we have to have our collars. We, yeah. Hey, let me tell you, this, this, this was just casual. Uh, it only became, it, it, there was a transition. Like when I first started there, check this out. So I came from a background uh, where, um, and we'll go into it whenever you guys you know, want to set into that, but uh, I worked at the Playboy, the Omaha Playboy Club. And that's where I got my start in the business in general, overall, the nightclub, bar, entertainment-based business. Was that a strip club or is it just a, just no, a club, period? Just a uh, nightclub. Nightclub. A, a nightclub, an entertainment club, a gotcha. restaurant. Gotcha. Uh, and for people that don't remember that era, uh, it's, you know, mid-80s. And it was a – I'm not going out on a limb at all by saying legit. It was a big fucking deal. <laughs> and, I, and, and, I mean, getting, getting – uh, uh, picketed on your way into work. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like uh, news that it was that they were doing one here. So what? What? what Christy oh, Hefner, really? Oh yeah. Oh, it was huge. Like it was. A oh, so it was affiliated with yes. Playboy. So like the yes. Playboy, Playboy Club in Chicago and like exactly. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Exactly. Oh, Where so was it at? At uh, just 120th and now. There you go, 117, yeah, okay. but close oh. enough. Hey, Tiger. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> John was a platinum member. <laughs> no, I was Singles group for divorced people, perfect strangers. <laughs> Actually, I was picketing. <laughs> I was picketing. <laughs> right? Yeah, I Basically, believe that. They, they would, uh, 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 we had locker rooms, you know, where we got ready, both guys, girls, not together, but separate. And uh, we were required to, to wear a tux. I mean, everything except for the jacket. Mm-hmm. So cuffs, cufflinks, uh, full full line, you know, cummerbund, uh, and and gold bunny pin, and, and your name tag. And when I had advanced to the point where I was uh, uh, behind the bar, um, you know, that was a huge deal. I'm huge. sure. Uh, very very uh, uh, strict in how they testing, you know. <gasps> like I get to take a test to be a bartender. Yeah, you're you're actually giving people mind altering substances. You may want to know what the hell you're doing, right? Like, who are you pouring? How, what's the proof in there? Like, you should know your cocktails. Lost on uh, many people, but... So you don't overserve customers? That's, that's what you're supposed what? to do? <laughs> or you, you overserve the ones that... information. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we go through all that, and so I was used to, like, you know, like dressing up, mm-hmm. right? Overdressed, basically, for most occasions. And... After leaving the Playboy Club, instead of coming uh, to the original Funny Bone, because that was opening at the time, one of my mentors, a gentleman by the name of Dave Diaz, who actually still lives here in town, plays in a band, um, fantastic cat. He and uh, a few other people that were my sort, you know, my mentors and making me understand um, the dynamic of once you go behind the bar, that is your stage. Mm-hmm. And so I. I you know, I'm, I'm watching this entertainment every night. And we had right. we had national touring entertainment every night. And not to go too deep into the whole Playboy story, because that's a whole other podcast itself, but <laughs> by somebody else that I'm sure. We, uh, we have reunions every now and then, uh, maybe a couple times a year. Nice. Uh, and there's national reunions as well. Um, and, you know, yes, yes, the answer is yes. I do currently have in somewhere in my possession possibly a 
suit, bunny suit. <laughs> Why um, didn't you wear that today? Well, that's, again, that's for another podcast. All right. Look, the next time you come back, we're going to talk all about the Playboy Club, and I expect the bunny suit. Uh, duly noted, sir. <laughs> Which, before the show, you did say that you worked at the Playboy Club, and I didn't put it together that this was the the Playboy Club. And, uh, I mean, that is a, Correct. Huge, yeah. Christy that Hefner, is a huge deal, dude. Like, it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's we, so awesome. You know, I was there uh, for most of its run, kind of like here. I was... I was uh, at the old club, not at the beginning, but but not too far thereafter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, it, the the gentleman, as I was speaking of, Dave Diaz, he he decided he's like, hey, we, we have this opportunity. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, you know, we we knew that the the what came after the Playboy Club it transitioned after the national clubs closed. Um, they raised the franchising fees to the point where it was out of you know they right. they, they, they had to right. pull out. Because um, the the small mid level cities were still thriving, we were doing great. Um, but anyway, it closed down, and so we're okay. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, Dave ended up going to the onset and helped create the setup for the original Funny Bone, which on 114th of Dodge, oh, really? many old oh. schoolers know that. Right. So he uh, all down to the way that the bottles are laid out in the rail. So there's a Playboy has a very you know uh, everything. There's nothing that's not thought of right the way the bunny heads are facing in the ashtrays every single little detail is thought out you are here creating an experience and that's what he was hired yeah to do that's to a co- fucking nightclub right there right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. exactly <laughs> and i've been fortunate to work for some that are that detailed and and you know also fortunate enough to work for some that weren't and that's okay <laughs> it's make you appreciate those other ones that's yeah. exactly and, and yeah. you learn a lot from it but the beauty of working in these places is that you're forming family all the places both the ones that were you know uh, do a T and the ones that were ran it loose. If you're in the right spot, working for the right people with the right people around you, it, it's family. Yes. Yeah. It, yep. It's the reason that you stay. It's the, re- it, it bonds you beyond, uh, because you're spending time with these people and you're in, again, you're in, you're in high volume situations, entertainment based situations and situations where you're, you know, you're having people that are uh, imbibing of mind-altering substances. Let's, I mean, it is what <laughs> no, it is, no, right? True. Like, you're, no, yeah. you're right. No, you're right. Um, so things are going to happen. You know, th- life is going to take its course, and some people are going to be uh, stay on on task, and some people are going to, you know, color outside the lines, and so you got to <laughs> bring them back in. Um, so I can sense that just the fact that you guys have been here as long as you have, mm-hmm. like you've been here since the beginning, right? Uh, 2008, Vinny came in 2004 yeah. when it started. Yep. My wife and I started out here like day one right. when they were still building the club. Like when we got our applications, they were, there was plywood up as the doors to the front of the club. And Beautiful. I grabbed it out of one manila envelope. And when I returned it, I put it in another manila envelope. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, this awesome. is the empty ones. This is the, the filled out ones. And right. then got a call back. So, yeah. And at that point I had transitioned to running, you know, different clubs and, and working at different clubs, bartending and, and managing and had transferred into the corporate end of it uh, as a sales rep. And I ended up being the sales rep for this club. Mm-hmm. And then uh, through uh, through my own uh, errors in judgment, uh, I, I, I was no longer uh, the uh, regional rep anymore uh, for Jameson amongst many others fine liquors which uh you know it was a fantastic experience um but yeah you know a little, little tiny you know, 
kind of Irish guy drinking too much Jameson at his disposal, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I think we can all agree that uh, old club, new club, period, exclamation point, it's, you know, just flat out. Uh, Colleen Quinn, the manager of this club, is without a doubt, uh, she's one of the most important mentors and people and, and, and cherished persons in my life. For sure. Yep. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I, I mean, think, yeah, we can all uh, say the same thing. And the family thing, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast, that one of the reasons we love this job is we're all, and Colleen calls us misfit toys. You know, we're all <laughs> she's a little got bit a name off. For and everybody. All kind of she fit does. together, you know. And, right. And, uh, yeah, she's like a second mom to all of us, I yep. feel like. She's you know. been a mom, a sister. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, mentor, mentor, uh, um, you know, someone to listen. Yeah, exactly. Advice giver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Just somebody that will, that will wisdom. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. Wisdom. Uh, I, I've even used the term. She's been, uh, if there, you know, if, if the universe has such thing as, as quote unquote angels that are here on this, on this That's uh, true. planet, she's been one to me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, so far beyond and above what, uh, um, a boss or a, you know, the person that you report to or however you want to put mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's, it's so far beyond that. It's not even funny. And I've been really, really blessed to work with a lot of people like that. Um, you know, th- through the years, um, but she's, she's top of the pops for sure. Uh, so, all right, enough sucking up to Colin. <laughs> <laughs> she don't, she don't listen anyways. We should have told you that before you went on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you know, how I'm, I've paid my, I've paid my dues. <laughs> you've, I'm sure you've been on Colleen's naughty step a time or two. Oh, six or five. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, not a fun step to be on. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Ask anybody that's ever thrown up in a club <laughs> and, and been, been drug true. in and made to clean up their own puke. <laughs> right. Oh, I watched dang. that was a good one. And, and then he was too wasted to do it one time to the guy that, that made them that error in judgment. And, uh, <laughs> and she literally like made that. his friend do it. Like that's when, you know, you've instilled terror in somebody like your buddy throws up and, and the lady that's running the club goes, Oh, you're going to clean it up. Right. right. <laughs> and literally throws a roll of paper towels at the yeah. dude. And then you do it. Yeah. And then he, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, he went in and did it. I was like, holy shit. And you still got kicked out. Oh. Oh. Ain't that some? <laughs> Look at that. So after the Playboy Club, you went right into Funny uh, Bone? No, no. I, I actually, my friend, uh, Dave, he, he came to the old club and started to set everything up. And then I ended up, he, he left uh, shortly thereafter. And I, in the meantime, had went to, uh, uh, I grew up on the north side of town. Okay. And there was a club called Cleopatra's at the time. And it was never uh, heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Sean, no, way, you look way, like way. you do remember this club. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> way, way back in the day. And honestly, I, I should, I should, uh, I, th- I think it'd be great to do a podcast or even a, really a book about the history of bars in this town. Because that would be awesome. It's, you know, we, it, it's not much to, it's never been much to get a liquor license here. And, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I got a sister without a felony. Does that count? Uh, and I got 900 bucks. Um, and, and so, you know, there's, there's such signature places that have been around. And the fact that the Funny Bone has lasted so long is, is incredible to me. Um, but, it, but it lasts, again, because of guys like you yeah. uh, that started out with guys like me and, and the people that I worked with. 
that that were just like there. Like it was our side hustles sometimes. I mean, for me, I, I worked at multiple places at the same time. So I, my side hustle was like I was so side hustled I was Jamaican. <laughs> and working at five places at once, I would lock up the club and then I go to work college night for Terry O'Halloran at the 18th Amendment. So like that in Living Color bit. You got 15 jobs? Oh, that's nothing. I got 23 jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great uh, bit. And so uh, uh, the, the fact that it's still here after all this. So, um, sorry, going back to. Uh, uh, that's how the train falls off the don't, track, right? Don't, don't worry. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we're never uh, a linear either. <laughs> no, I do this all the time. Yes. Go, go <laughs> ahead and skip me. <laughs> <laughs> blinker, blinker, early. blinker. <laughs> I can't remember the guy that did that. Actually, I, a bit. Like he used, to, he used to do a whole bit about how he pissed off. He used to be about uh, people that you leave their blinker on. Uh. So blinker, 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 blinker. That sounds like uh, Jim Brewer. No, no. It, no? Was, it wasn't a, a everyday household name. Oh, okay. Sometimes those Mike Spienberg. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew that cat. That is who it was. Yeah. <laughs> so going back, um, so uh, okay, Cleopatra. So back way, way, way back when I was a little kid, uh, it was a, it was a steakhouse, one of Omaha's steakhouses. It's called Nasser's, sixty five fifty three Ames Avenue. Yeah. Hmm. There was a Joe Tess's right across the street. And, okay, I love and, Joe and so uh, Benson Golf Course, if you're familiar with where that's oh, at, okay, right. So, um, uh, yeah, it was it was a steakhouse. My dad knew Joe Nasser, and so he, sometimes you know if he did well, then we got to go out to Nasser's to eat or, <laughs> Mr. or Mr. C's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mr. North C's Omaha well, standards. Yeah. Been to Mr. C's, yeah, oh, yeah. but Same. not Nasser's. That doesn't sound familiar. That's way bad. That's way yeah, weird. that 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 and building's been a lot of things. Yep. So uh, Joe Nasser would give me fifty cents, and uh, he, and to go blow out all the candles. And I was probably I don't know seven years old, and and so I was like so fascinated with you know the booths and I'm like oh man, what do they sit here and talk about? They'd, they business deals or what do they what do they come up with here you know it's all he's got his girlfriends he's got a lot of girlfriends he's got <laughs> one guy with like four girls what's up with that so learning all about that industry just watching and then come to find out you know at, at that point it became different things uh not to go too deep into it but it was uh as <laughs> it has an interesting so it became uh uh he wants to say something, but he, he doesn't know if he should. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Where, where do I want to go with that? Just, uh, <laughs> it, 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 uh, a gentleman named Larry King uh, had it for a while, and it was Cleopatra's. And then it was bought by uh, uh, that. That's a whole, that's a deep, weird patch of <laughs> Omaha history there, really. Uh, but. Sorry, yes. Yeah, blinker, 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 blinker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so worked there, uh, high end, uh, you know, urban nightclub. Gotcha. Deeply urban. So, BB yeah. uh, King, uh, uh, we oh, brought nice. in. We used to bring some great really? shows. Uh, the Ohio awesome. players. That is awesome. Like full out, twelve inch Angela Davis afros and the whole like fire. That's nice. Awesome. Uh, fantastic time there. I was there two and a half years, and that. Uh, and then I uh, that became Big Red Kino, and that was the advent of oh, the okay. touchscreen Kino thing. I'd never seen touchscreens before. This company from Boston came in. I was like, oh, wow. 
<laughs> and I so I did it for a little while, and then I was like, I can't take the keynote thing. It's backwards bingo. It's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dude, the, you're speaking my language. Oh, God, <laughs> fuck it. it makes me. Insane. I want a hundred and four <laughs> way, seventy seven spot a penny away, and I'm like, what? <laughs> You say, you're saying words, but they make no sense. Right, right. The kind of math, like, just stop, stop. There used to be a door like guy that slots. worked here. Uh, his name was Jason, and he'll like that I'm telling this story. He would play <laughs> Kino. Uh, we'd, le- we'd get done with the show. We'd go to the bar. And for a good six months, he'd be playing Kino. He'd be holding his uh, ticket up, looking at the screen, and I'd come up behind him. I'd grab it, and I'd eat it. <laughs> and I'd chew it. <laughs> oh, I'd chew it so much so that you couldn't see the ink on it. That's the reaction he had. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> so that's awesome. I and, so that. every once in a while, that's he'll be hog like, you wild, owe me like $800, dude. That is like hog wild. That is beautiful. So I, I, I just we need to do After this is over, I... Let's go someplace. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) I just looked up Cleopatra's on Google. And so the last incarnation, it doesn't say when when it closed down, but the last incarnation was Cleopatra's soul food buffet. Mm. Oh. So it went from a nightclub to a soul food buffet. Yeah. (laughs) Well. It's a long fall. It doesn't give a date? Uh, I'm looking. (laughs) <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, let's let's was let's. I, I, need to, I, I need to bring the train back into the tracks. <laughs> so, nightclub, you know, thousand people on a Friday, Saturday, line out the door. Uh, you know, and it's it's me and um, one of the half owners, and uh, maybe one other guy that was of uh, Caucasian descent, and uh, yeah, so that that provided some interesting things. But you know, I, I'm dressing in. I, I'm I'm. Pimp to the nines. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. That's how you like were Like the taught. wide lapel, yep. the Stacey yep. Adams. Oh, I've got my Stacey Adams, baby. I'm walking. Hell I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Morris Day. I'm, you know, I'm Jerome. I'm like. Holding my Stacey Adams, bitches. And uh, that, that was my where I was at. And then it, it you know, became Big Red, the first ball drop outside of Peeney Park. So uh, Big Red Kino. And I was like, all right, this ain't for me. I got to get out of here. So I went. I I, I did uh, maybe a three week stint at a place across where, uh, uh, right across from where the old funny bone was. So not not the Green Onion. Uh, the uh, oh, it's a, it's hilarious. There's actually a pane of glass in the restaurant, Fernando's. Oh yeah, sure. There's, so there's a there's a pane of glass that I've shown my son. I, I love that place. There's, it's Fernando's. Delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. And yeah, they had the little thing with the rice in there, and you find the shit in the bottle of Corona. You know <laughs> what I'm talking no, about? I haven't done that. No. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's in the bottle of Corona? Well, it's, it's like a... <laughs> Acid, obviously. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> it, no, it's it's like, you know, they put, like, a little miniature car and a little miniature sombrero. They're... You don't in, choke on it. So, like the beer? baby cake well, in you New don't Orleans. Eat it, dude. Well, what the hell? The you don't eat the baby in the baby <laughs> it, cake. It's like a bottle. <laughs> it's not a yeah, like a king cake. It, no, it's like a yeah, kind of like that. But it's it's a bottle filled with rice and little trinkets on the inside, and you like shake the bottle to find all the trinkets. Oh yeah, yeah. My kids have one of those. This yeah. is time in Mazatlan. This has nothing to do with Omaha whatsoever, does it? <laughs> It's at Fernando's. <laughs> Wait, this is like a game at the table. So it's like a Cracker Barrel with the, yeah. the yeah. golf tea exactly. thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, gotcha, okay. Like that. 
Fair enough. Oh my Man. God, Lewis! I don't remember. I don't remember that. I thought you were eating the rice. So <laughs> I thought you were drinking the Corona. So before before it was that, it was a bar called the Savoy, S A V O Y. Okay. And it was a pickup joint. <laughs> like the 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 wide collar polyester action. Oh yeah. And there's still to this day. There is a pane of glass that they didn't take out because it was inordinately, you know, it is like the odd pieces of glass are always the most expensive to replace. Yeah. So there's a stained piece of glass right now sitting at, we're going to go there later. We're going to play Kino and you're going to eat some tickets (laughs) and some, and I'm going to have like some acid and we're going to all go see (laughs) bottles of rice that are going to have babies. Now we're talking. (laughs) Night to remember. So, uh, yeah, there's a pane of glass that says Savoy still there. Anyway. Uh, hmm. So I'm there for maybe in three Fernando. weeks. Yep, in Fernando's. Check so out. you go to Fernando's, you go to your right, to the bar side, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where that's where it all happens. <laughs> and go to the right, and it, uh, the wall facing the parking lot, all the way to the bottom, the right, there's a pane of glass. You're welcome, hmm. You're welcome for that tidbit. Little Easter egg. Yep, that's it. Uh, so I was there for about three weeks. And, you know, I was the only guy... It was working there, but I was used to that because you know Playboy Club is outnumbered. Yeah, uh, as we were at the at, ended up at the Funny Bone. It was you know I was like I, I fell into sure. their yeah. menstrual cycles just like they did. You know? like, <laughs> oh, we're all cycling like, this uh, week. That's what's happening. My penis hurts. Oh, <laughs> <my> ovaries <laughs> And uh, so you know I'm like, hey, I'm not long for this spot. This just isn't. It's not you know not 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 falling in to the to the right vibe here. So there I am. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, what else is around here? You got, I had a sports bar over here and then over uh, across the street. Uh, 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 it was DJ's dugout for a while. Now it's, uh, I believe it's a, well, it was anyway, a, a Mexican joint. doesn't matter. Across the street, uh, you have a little spot called Bruna's, right? Which then advanced to Divots. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so sure. I mean, it's Divots. Yep, a little side divots, spot, yep. right? But the original incarnation was Bruna and, and Bill Bruna. And his wife were amazing, like larger than life and, you know, physically, figuratively all like he just was, he ran the show. He was old school. He's kind of like, I I guess like, you know, the owner of the Green Onion kind of has that vibe. There's the the old school like Mm -hmm. cocktail lounges. He, that that was his thing. And uh, they did food and they were the first ones to do the the service between back and forth between uh, their place and the club. Mm -hmm. And. So I look at that, and I'm like, all right, I'll stop in. You know, Dave told me good things about it. I stop in, and at that time, I come in to do my – I fill I fill out my stuff, and, and uh, I got – I got, you know, I, I'm dressed like I'm going to an interview, baby. I got my <laughs> Stacey Adams on. I got my, <laughs> yeah, that's double, my favorite. Double-breasted, lapel, shimmery suit. You got to dress up, in. right? Right. I lucky I didn't wear a cummerbund. <laughs> and I walked in, and I'm like, can I get an application? And they're just like – you know, they're like – trying to figure out if I'm serious or not. And I'm trying to figure out like, what, what, you know, and I fill out everything. Okay, here you go. And, and at that time, Colleen was the assistant manager. Uh, the manager of the club at that time was Joan Prince. Okay. Uh, fantastic lady. Um, what you know, year about was this when, uh, what year did the, this would have I been about, I work here. I should know when the funny bone opened up. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it, it was already open before this. So gotcha. uh, when I, this was probably 92. Gotcha. Okay. I would say, you know, if I'm going to throw out a guess, it's going to be 92. Uh, I don't think it was as late as 93, but 92. I'll go with 92. Uh, that's my answer, Ted. Uh, <laughs> and Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
So I fill out the application, and, and you know, they, they just got a kick out of the fact that I was that dressed up for this. I was like, what? Who? Who? What? I got a huggy bear, a Caucasian huggy bear coming in. And they're like, well, how do we not, you know? And at that point, a uh, little, you know, I, I had been there once before. And I ever, on Fridays and Saturdays, I'd only been there on a Saturday before. Sure. And that was a, a weird experience in and of itself. But uh, I was like, all right, I'll try this out. And <laughs> Um, on the weekend, everybody had a, a tuck shirt, bow tie, and a cummerbund. I'm like, okay. At the it, funny bone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every Friday no, that was That was uniform on Friday That was Saturday? uniform. Friday oh, and Saturday night, bartenders, doormen, <laughs> right? Tuck shirt, tie, cummerbund. Hmm. Like, that was just the deal. And so I'm like, okay, like, that's no big deal to me. Yeah. You know, I've lived that before. Great. And, and I already, I'm like, I already got, you know, my, I already have my different combinations. I got my shimmery <laughs> gold cummerbund. Mm-hmm. I got my shimmery burgundy. I got a little tea. Oh, you got to pick out your own cummerbund. So, no, 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 no. Oh, not okay. you guys. I'm talking about me. <laughs> First, this is my style. Like this is because, because all, all the girls had their own color at the Playboy Club. Sure. So sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send a little shout out to old Mandy over there. <laughs> I see you, girl. I see you with that teal. I don't even know what teal is, but uh, you told me this is teal. I got it. I got you. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm thinking I can do this right. Great, great, great. So, you know, there I go. You We're know off. what the uniform is now, according to Davis. It's a polo shirt, sweatpants, and no underwear. <laughs> oh. uh, and a hat. Okay. I bullied a hat. Oh, yeah, the hat. hat. I forgot about that. Oh, no, no, no. See, that's interesting. We No hats. No hats were uh, allowed. There wasn't hats allowed here for a while. No. And then after the pandemic, I think there's no rules. Yeah. <laughs> because oh. we just, uh, another door guy, uh, just started wearing a hat and then nobody called I, him out basically I, nobody yeah, nobody yeah. laid so, it down and i didn't even yeah, notice yeah. it for like a few weeks and then i was like wait a minute you know what that I'm gets start wearing a hat. you know what that gets <laughs> <laughs> flat tire it's my flat tire move right there <laughs> flat tire. Yeah, but because when we first started here door guys were in polos and it, yep. my, my original one has got an embroidered uh, funny bone, not the pressed yep. on logo. Like so does now. mine. Yep. And uh, so is polos. And then servers had to wear black shirts, black pants, and a tie. And we were supposed to wear black pants. Yeah. Um, eventually, I just started wearing jeans all the time. And yeah, we're still not supposed to do that. You're the yeah. one that broke. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're the one that kind of like broke the seal on that. And a black slack. Well, it's because I'm I'm fat. I I go up. Yep. I go down. Yep. And, and, and most yep, of the time, same. my jeans fit better than my black pants. So I wear the black or the <laughs> jeans more often. Am I the only one that still sticks to the fucking dress code? I still wear black pants. I wear my polo. Slacks. I, yeah. OG yeah. right there, baby. Yeah. I wear uh, my black OG. my black shoes. I make sure my tennis. You shoes know don't what have any you use color. in the case of that? You use an adjustable belt. <laughs> saying well opposed to an unjustable so, <laughs> an so the belt isn't going to help when the fabric is too tight you know? <laughs> so basically you're saying it was cutting i was cinching you're cinched up you're oh like yeah dude, your it was like creeping and yeah you know it's, it's hard like, to tell people to shut the fuck up when you're not so creeping so oh like, yeah exactly wear, when uh, you're like trying to adjust <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey can you hey keep it down guys <laughs> uh one of my I'll, I'll throw i'll throw one of these out here one of my favorite uh by the way, the fact that you guys, you, I feel like a disgrace right now. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I, I've been wearing yeah. Nike, like they're not sweatpants, but they're like, uh, you know, Shut the, the, they're sweatpants. <laughs> this is like fabric. I don't care what the kids are calling them; they're sweatpants. 
Stop. And no one's ever said anything until one night I walked into the green room and a local comic that has since moved, Jack Comstock, was like, are those fucking sweatpants? This Dude. is after years. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one's ever said that. You wear before. your house slippers and your jammy pants in here? What the fuck? Davis, that is a lie because Just I've called relax. you out on that multiple times. That yeah, those are yeah, those are count. sweatpants. <laughs> I don't count. <laughs> Clearly not. No. <laughs> All right. Something to do with adjustable belt. <laughs> well, it, he doesn't they're need a belt because it's elastic. Because they're sweatpants. <laughs> you know, they, you know they, they make pants. pants. They make pants that have like you can cinch them up on the inside. They got. Oh, like, they do. I have slacks like that. And yeah. To let you know, my slacks are more comfortable than my sweatpants, I'm pretty sure. All right. All right, Blinker, Blinker. This is to everybody, not just me this time. Blinker, Blinker, Blinker. Let's bring it all back onto the freeway, shall we? On ramp. Uh, although this is a funny story that has to do with clothing, so this is how we're going to on ramp back onto it uh, for the, the doorman in the day, right? I'm wearing so, a tuxedo Friday, just so you guys know. <laughs> This Pimp it tomorrow, out, yeah, yeah. fuck this. Right. <laughs> With a hat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, make it a top hat. <laughs> right, go all out. Uh, so uh, one of my favorite funny stories uh, is uh, I, I would, uh, bar manager at night would uh, be bartending. Uh, you know, as you know, rush comes in, you're getting hit hard, right? Mm-hmm. Rolling through these tickets. Imagine this. And then suddenly comes up, somebody comes up at that point, and I had already started doing the announcing. I was in radio. One of my multiple 5,000 jobs uh, <laughs> is that I was in radio. So uh, comfortable announcing. Uh, Green Onions was always the in song uh, to lead everybody into the show. Uh, I don't know if that still is here, but regardless. Nope. Uh, so I would, I, would, I would have, you know, like, here, here's what you got to say. I'm like, all right, I need to throw it together into my announcement. And, like, I need to. Have have a, have a have a spiel, so to speak. So at at the point when it was getting ready, somebody would just walk in. One of the doormen would walk in and just set the cordless mic in the in the right in the bar. So picture the club. So at the club at the old place, you wind around ticket booth. And there's a there's a sort of like a tunnel. There's a, you just go straight back. Yeah, I would yep. say yeah, just right? like a hallway. Like hallway, right when you walk yep. in, you can just see straight yep. back. Hallway yep. goes straight back and yep. it opens up into the club seats. You know, uh, you know there were some nights, especially with when Medicine Hat was at his peak, and and a few other people that were you know like a Pauly Shore or something big. We we'd 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 push it a little bit, you know. <laughs> we, we we'd be right. probably maybe three. You know what are they going to do? Come back in. Yeah. You know three three eighteen maybe three twenty eight. We've had our oh, push. Oh wow, nights. really? Yeah. I, I see. So I've been to that club a couple times, and just in my head, like thinking back, I was yeah. way younger. It seemed like it would be way less people than this room fits for sure because it was more compact it, it appeared, yes. appeared yes. in there yes. right out weird. and it was yeah you go width wise and you have two balconies that, that go up on each side and and, yep. a, and a booth similar now one of the big differences is is that the bar there was uh uh basically just open a curtain mm-hmm. and i could see straight into the stage I could, I could look right at the stage was yeah, wasn't from it the, in the, the back of the room? The first, basically, yeah, it was in yep. the back of the room. Yep. And here's the here's the here's the gig for you guys, right? Picture this. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> so they go into this club when they decide, okay, you know, they're like, all right, this is the spot we want. No, wrap wrap your heads around this. I don't know. You probably maybe know, maybe don't. No 
cold storage. <laughs> oh, really? In batch. <laughs> what? <Right? laughs> no, I'll say it again. No cold back storage. <laughs> now, granted, we had we, there was no restaurant. The restaurant was attached, right? So sure. It was a different ownership. However, beer, right? Yeah. Once again, no, zero, not a single, uh, other than behind the bar yeah, coolers. The bar coolers, yeah. It's very European. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, so literally in between, I'm like, how did this ever become like, it, how at no point did somebody say, whoa, we need a beer cooler? Yeah. I, I was baffled, baffled. That is, uh, that is pretty but crazy. So what, what I fell into was the fact that in between shows, like, you know, it's fine if it's one night, right? You just, you know, sure. somebody comes, you know, he comes in strong, a lot of beer, and you just, you know, you, you figure out what sells, what doesn't, so on. It's not a big menu at that time. There wasn't the influx of all the, all the ridiculous brands that there are now. <laughs> but uh, bottom line is, in between shows, on a packed Friday or Saturday night, the doorman would have to come in and bring literally I would I would start uh, writing on a on a on a bar napkin what I needed. And it would be like thirty three cases of Bud Light. Holy you know, shit. Twenty cases of Miller Light, seven cases of Bud. There would there would be forty, fifty cases of beer that you as doorman would have to schlep in to me in the hall through the hallway into the back of the bar and lay them lay them in the bar and where and were it, they being stored? Just like in a closet? Yep. Yep, exactly. No shit. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, just room temperature. <laughs> so what did you do? Just throw them on ice right yep, away? That's exactly it. Yep. We had to ice beer between every single double show. That's, that's crazy. That's sort of like the hat nights where yeah. they would literally prepare like exactly 50, right. buckets. 50 buckets. Or they would do yep. bus tubs. Or bus tubs, yeah. Like before exactly. we had buckets, bus tub, it buckets. was bus tubs, and sometimes it was both. Where yep, just full. Yeah, yep. and then of course on New Year's Eve, you had, we'd get the little baby swimming pools and put champagne in them and ice all that down. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there so was no crazy. food service there. It was all there was food service, but it was and it from came from yeah, a exactly. different restaurant. Yep, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So they got a percentage of that, and then the servers were from there as well. Oh, oh, okay. Right? So that's was, crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So did you have that's two crazy. servers? Uh, yeah, yeah. There were there was people that would come over next door. Food server and a drink well, they, server. What, well, what they do is they would they would bring it over. You know, the, the the girls, our girls, would write a ticket, and then we'd submit all the tickets over to Bruna's or to Divots, whichever. Yep. And so it, you know, it was a limited menu. Sure. So you soup right. or wings or you know mozzarella sticks. Um and and yeah they they. They'd bring it over and set it on top of a shelf, and everybody, and you know, uh, the person that was in the charge of, the, of running the waitresses, kind of, so to speak, at that point, she would call out like, "Hey, here you go. Is this is this? Where's my, you know?" And that's it. It was all just uh, a shit show of organized chaos. Yeah, but I'm it all sure. came together, right? You know, it all came together, and that, again, it, it, those are the kind of experiences when you go through stuff like that together. And and you know there's people that are pissed. I, I watched I, I watched girls that would literally I watched a girl curl up in the corner <laughs> and cry. I I have seen people in that the were, showroom. No, it, <laughs> behind like there was a there was so you come back to where the bar is and there's a space for the there's a there's a uh, a, a place for the waitresses to come and get their drinks out of a window. Okay, a server right? station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Server yeah. station, right? Yeah. And we're there, you know, like just mashing drinks out. 
uh, and it's, you know, a, similar to what you guys a little bit have. Right, here, right, right, right. Yeah. So they come around, and she just couldn't, you know, she folded. <laughs> you know, people are pissed. They're not getting what they want, and and I feel like she, I've seen that here. Not as aggressive as just yeah. laying but it, on the floor. It, she just sat down, and she just sat down and kind of kind of slumped over, and she was just in tears. Uh, people that have been hired and then you've worked for a little bit, and suddenly, literally mid show, folds and just walks it's a right different beast. Yeah, just we've talked right on out the door. But the 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 chaos isn't the employees. The chaos is the the patrons. In in my mind. At least here in this club, if there's any chaos, it, it, it is the patrons that cause it. And oh, because we oh, have our sure. definitely, yeah. we have our stuff in line. We know what we need to do to make it happen. And, and you have you know people here that are able to, to train, you know, because like you said, it's a different beast. Yeah. It, yes, we've that talked second about it before, show. Yes, when you got you know a few hundred people that walk in, and it's like mm-hmm. they're they're the expectation level is different. Mm-hmm. You know. And consumers yep. aren't necessarily prepared for that. No. Right. No. 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 If they, especially if they haven't right. been to that kind of, to the second show where it's like, ooh, we got everybody here. And it's like, hey, it's going to take a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be patient. We just had 300 and you people. smile. Right. Right. Under, have an understanding. Have, have an awareness outside of yourself. And, and I promise, you know, I'll get to you. Yep. Um, and, you know, some people thrive in that. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, there's no really in between. It's like you either, you either get it no, or you don't. No, you're absolutely swim. right. Yep. You're and, absolutely and, right. Yeah. This, it's, uh, even Dorman, I've Dorman that were just like, you know, yeah, same. It's like yeah. Ah, I'm out. Uh, yeah. So so okay. So one of my favorites is so basically somebody comes in and you know second you know second show and it's like, and the Dorman were always looking for ways to entertain themselves. Oh yeah, right. They're always <laughs> yeah. looking for something. You are definitely. not lying, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you know, I don't know if I'll hear about you guys doing this, don't, but it's it's much different now. But this was uh, <laughs> so you had to go. So when when the hallway ends. And it opens up into the club, right? That right. is where the doorman would stand to take the ticket yep. Yep. to tell, you know, and there'd be like, uh, it, um, there wasn't the waitress that would lead you. It was the doorman. Yes. Um, so uh, one person would be the ticket taker and have a little chart and lay it out. And then they would say, okay, well, hey, take take these people to 13, you know, table 13, whatever the case may be. Well, naturally, people that wouldn't have been there before, they had to go back down that hallway to access the restrooms. Mm-hmm. So one night I, I, I come out and, oh, that's right. uh, and I, I got the mic and I'm getting ready to start the show and I'm, you know, I can, I can hear like they're getting ready to start the lead in like, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Omaha funny bone. And I look down and I see a good, there you go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, we found it. Oh, damn. There are some of the comedians, if you play that far, they'd be like, oh, fucking Lewis is going to do like 13 minute intro. I feel like that's that's even different, not to derail you. Is, no, no, no. I, I noticed it. Is, yeah, is it's quick. Nobody it's, fucking listens to anything that's going on back there. You need, and we have, you and need to bring a little something to it. it like, I would literally have a cordless mic. I'd be walking around. <laughs> I, I, I'd be walking around. You know, do, if I, that engages the crowd more, right. you know? Right. But if, if we if we did that, up to there's the only table. like me. And I think I might be the only person that would be comfortable doing that. I don't know if you would. I mean, I don't if you Billy give me would. a little bit of this, a little bit of whiskey, I'll walk around this motherfucker <laughs> and talk to people. Next thing you know, Jay Medicine. <laughs> By the way, this bottle of Jack and this uh, this shot of Jack are here uh, in memory 
uh, of uh, one of the more unique individuals I've ever met in my life, and I've met a few. <laughs> um, Gent Monk, yep, also uh, known professionally as Jay Medicine Hat. So, uh, gentlemen, I, I'll take a, a, a right in the middle of the story. Of course, I'll take <laughs> a quick break to to say. Uh, I'll cheers up to that. Fuck yeah! Here's to the. Uh, uh, Man, the man, the myth, the legend. The fucking king. Yep. That's right. Cheers. Cheers. So, I walk out to start the show. And, and a lot of times I'm trying to remember, okay, what has this guy been on, right? I got to remember the comic. I got to remember the lead-in. What do you want me to say about you? Mm-hmm. This, that, the other. All the while, in back, you know, there's there's only one bartender back there now, and they're, and they're getting their asses kicked with another couple hundred tickets. And I look out, and there's there's probably got to be at least a dozen shoes sitting against the wall. Wait, what? Right where shoes? you shoes, right where you come out. A variety of shoes. There's a tennis shoe. There's a boot. There's a like a workman's boot. There's like a high heel. Are they in pairs there's or like, just like random? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what Single <the> shoes, <laughs> all of which are of the left foot variety. <laughs> And I'm like, why? This is why. And so, of course, when people that have been there before and they they hear, you know, like the show's, you know, kind of, okay, it's getting ready to start. And so they're hustling out of the bathroom. And I see, and and, you know, they're like, they're all hobbling. I'm like, what the, and and nobody has a left shoe on. (laughs) And so the doorman had took it upon themselves to entertain themselves. And, you know, hey, I I could, I couldn't, uh, I, I totally messed up the opening of the show. I couldn't keep a straight face. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I was. It's got to be the like one that sticks out. They had decided that we're. It's like because people would always come up. They'd be like, "Oh, do, you know, how do I get? You know, my, are you good? Do you remember me? Do I need a ticket to get yes, back into the yes. showroom? Yeah, same, yeah, we get that all the time, yeah. right? And and know, so they're like, "Hey, watch this. I you know, I want to see how far we can take this." It. And they're like, "Well, yeah, we we just need your left shoe." And so guys, girls, it didn't matter. Girl's hobbling in on her five-inch stiletto because she's date night. And she's hobbling like, uh, she's like, tickety-tock, tickety-tock. And I'm like, you've been in the bathroom sitting in the stall this whole time with one stiletto on. Thinking like, that that makes sense to me. Like, like that's not odd, right? This what? is the greatest gift you could have oh, ever given me. Fuck. Yes. You're going to come in here next time. There's going to be a uh, lot of left shoes. I'm bringing an extra shoe. You might want to. to. <laughs> Uh, where my footy pajamas? Oh, that's so good. And, and they got so awesome. a dozen shoes sitting there, and these people are rushing back that's in, so and everybody, they cannot, they're trying so hard to keep a straight face, and I'm trying to start the show, and nothing's happening, because I'm just like, oh, my God. Why are they all getting their shoes back from you? And, yeah, that was that was one of the tip-top oh, so moments good. of Dorman history right there. That's Lewis, when awesome. I started in 2008, this was the song. For the intro? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's still on the computer. What is it? I'm pretty good at naming this tune, but I'm... This is like uh, wait, Ocean's wait. Eleven song. Nope, nope. No? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Oh, it's from the yeah. Kill Bill soundtrack. Okay, okay. Huh. So, so let me ask, because Green Onions, like, you know, uh, we had a thing where we played a few songs way too much before showtime that were just like, oh, God, I can't... Like, it ruined the, the band for me. <laughs> uh, but... 
Green Onions, I have a love hate. You know, like uh, with me- with Medicine Hat, his songs, I can't listen to George Thorogood anymore yep. without being like, I can't. See, I told uh, you, you, we 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 went through a list. John had and had George Thorogood on there. I was like, yep. I've never played that one, but I, it was on his original CD. Yeah. When he brought it in and said, you know, I could use any of these songs. Majority so. of the time, it was uh, Justin Bieber uh, and uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, he had Most of the time, it was Lady he, Gaga. He, he did a lot of Aretha Franklin. And yeah, wow. but more so Bieber Well, maybe and by Gaga. the time you got yeah, yeah, exactly. working in shows. But. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, as you, you know, he was full on Jay Medicine Hat oh, yeah. when, when he, he got here. Uh, I, I remember him as Gent Monk, the comedian. Just doing stand-up. Just Gent Monk. Huh. Coming in, I still have a shirt. Did he do that shirt. at the old club? Oh, yeah. He did Gent Monk really? just stand-up at the old yeah. club. He, 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 had, he had no, uh, you know, the, 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 the interesting thing about him is, is his demons were out in full display. Oh, yeah. He never really, you know, he got to a point where he never really hid, you know, the what, where he was at, what was going on. Dude, yeah. Yep. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you were around him a lot, you're, you're dealing, you're having to deal with that. Right. Oh yeah. Sure. And you know, great guy and all, like you, you knew his heart was gold, but you still had to deal with that <laughs> as the person that is in charge of making sure. So, so basically I'll, I'll, so one of my many jobs was one, uh, making sure that, you know, I started the shows when I was working. Uh, I bar- managed the bar, the numbers, did the orders, all that, met with the salespeople, um, bartended, obviously, um, made choices on. Uh, I, I'm very proud to say that one of my signature drinks is still on the list to this day. Oh, really? Oh, really? You Which are one? the only reason that Blue Maui is still in existence. Wow, oh, really? Tiny bowl. Yep. yep. That, my wife awesome. loves that. That's her favorite drink. Whenever she comes here, she always gets a tidy bowl. You're sucking Just up. Let you know. her know. <laughs> Just, no, favorite. no, for sure. That's what she always. That's really? always been her drink of choice no when shit. she's here. Yeah, that's it's the crazy. tidy bowl. You tell your wife you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time we, we, we're around, I'll be like, you better go say thank you to Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> so what did the managers do, Lewis? It seemed like you were doing everything. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, Colleen and Joan, and then, and then Colleen took over running the whole show. And um, there was a, 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 you know, a person that um, took care of all the waitresses and stuff. It, you know, it gotcha. wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was a, you know, we fit a lot of people into a short amount of time. Sure. And, and yeah. you know, we jammed sure. it in. And that w- it just became our normal. So, uh, and th- so then I also got to the point where it's like, uh, thankfully, Colleen and, and Joan uh, trusted me to be the person that I said, hey, I'll go, you know, I'll go pick up liquor. We don't have to pay for that. Uh, or, you know, give me a little bit, give me a little love. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, you yeah. know, nobody wants to get Nothing up at free, six or right? seven in the morning and yeah. go do the comic right. stuff. Yeah. So that was my gig every, every, every Radio, week. airport, and, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Airport runs, all that stuff. Uh, and in case you haven't noticed, I have a, um, a challenge with uh, this concept called time. Yeah, we um, noticed. So, <laughs> we, so. And not just from tonight. We've, we've seen it before in the past. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I think I got my last show. I got here, right? I still was here for the whole show. There you go. Saying, I got here when he came you on were here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Yeah, so how did, that, how did that work when you had to get the comics and, and it worked, be them on it time worked. to radio it and worked. shit? It worked. You know, we did all right. Um, all right enough. And we had, well, we had TV, too. So it's oh, like yeah, you can yeah. be late for TV. Um, and this was before Todd and Tyler. So I'm talking uh, Diver Dan Doomy and Otis 12. Okay. I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, Otis 12 talk- rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. old Otis school. Is, I don't know. Otis old school 12 is a totally legend. Ring. He is the long gone. Those, 
Uh, he's still. Uh, is he no, still in town? He passed away. Yeah. Diver o- Dan Doomy did. No. Oh or no. Otis, Otis twelve. Otis. Really? Yes. Dude. Probably fifteen plus years ago. Mm. I'm gonna have to. You know what? Uh, you Google master that song. Do me a solid and, and just kind of like roll that one in there. I, I I feel like he's. It hasn't been that long. Google but Otis my set, twelve. My, yeah. Yeah. If you would. Uh, so flow and O. So there was a lot of different, we did lots of radio stations. Um, it wasn't all just honed in on Todd and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and back then, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't Todd Todd inter- internet either. So right. it was all fucking all radio. radio. Yep. Yeah. Well, radio and they, they, was the, that was the shit. But when they went to those radios, they didn't sit there for three hours or two hours. Did they? I mean, it was like a segment, like nope. a 20 minutes here. Nope. And we did. Like we, if we had a country artist, we go do, um, WOW radio. And how long would they go up to there? You know, because um, a lot of those played music. It wasn't like Todd and Tyler where they exactly. sat and talked. In fact, all of them played music. Yeah, we all. Yeah. Every now and then we do a KFAB one if mm-hmm. we had somebody that kind of kind of worked that in there. But uh, all of them played music, so we just had breaks. That was it. Sweet, 90, you know, last sweet ninety eight, like you know, like a Jamie Fox, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I, uh, I funny on the radio on. Todd and Tyler today, this very day, mm-hmm. call in from Gary Manker. Yeah, I heard and it. Made me, <laughs> I heard the Manker, and I'm thinking to myself, that son of a bitch broke my comedy cherry. <laughs> <laughs> my hymen was pierced it by was the Manker. The Manker. Oh, shit. Also a legend on this podcast. Yes. Uh, Shout out my homie, the Manker. Manker bucks, We'll right? get him on here one of these that days. That cat could, uh, oh, uh, you know, bucks, be like, yeah. oh, I'll get a pizza. Yeah, I, I got, you know, and oh, I'm like, yeah. how did you get a pizza for nothing? And he'd be like, oh, I got it taken care of. I'm like, damn, dude. He treated those those fucking comp tickets like comp they were yeah. gold. They were I, and if you didn't I ran think out they were gas, gold, he'd tell you why they were gold. And he'd show you. Yeah. I ran out of gas. He he wrote, he goes down to the Amico station and gets a, not just the gas, but the gas can. <laughs> With with passes, with fucking yep. passes. Yep. With passes, I've been in a drive-through windows, and he rocks oh, it out that's there. That's the famous story He's, we tell. Is uh, Austin told it? Uh, Nick Allen. Oh, was it Nick? Yeah, Nick Allen went to uh, a Burger King with him, and oh, he was yeah, like, yeah. "Watch this, right? I'll get yep. food." And he and the guy, the kid comes and he tries to give him the t- the tickets, and the kid's like, "You were here earlier today, Mister. I can't do this again. Fucking <laughs> 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 go somewhere else." <laughs> You <laughs> can't hit that same fucking I know, right? Burger King twice on, in one Gary? day. <laughs> Tighten it up, maker. <laughs> and I and I want to say, you know, I believe the headliner actually that if it wasn't that week, it was right. The the first impression, the first like whoa was Tater. Oh, oh really? Oh, Mr. Ron White. Nice. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, this was, you know. This was when, uh, you know, he's always been a Texas storyteller, you know, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, right. that was his that was his thing. Uh, and he just, you know, uh, it, there's, not, there's not a lot different in terms of, like, what he was putting out for material. You know, it was, it was a lot of the same, the same style, delivery, you know, all that. Um, but it's, uh, but yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely before uh, uh, he, he. Before he got big. Way before, yeah. Hmm. There's uh, just yeah, and you know, the the whole like drinking, partying, 
persona. Some people put it out there and it's like, oh, you know, you know, that's that's part of your gig, your your bit, your your style. And some live it. Yeah. Right. He lived he it. Lives it. Mr. Yeah. Tater lives it. <laughs> Tater lives it deeply. Uh, uh, I I still remember the Ron White story uh, that Colleen told. Oh yeah. About where you like he didn't show up for the show. Oh yeah. She oh, went yeah. to the hotel. <laughs> this she goes, favorite. "We gonna fuck?" So here, here's that story. I was <laughs> present and accounted for. So my first time going to get the comedian is Ron White. Oh. That's your first and this exact for this story show. is what. Speaking of here, here, here it goes. So I go, and uh, at that point, she had not given me a key to the comic condo at that point yet, right? It's like my first week. Just go up right. there and knock. They'll let right. you in, you know. Yep. Knock, knock harder. And, uh, so I'm knocking. Nobody's answering. Nobody's answering. I'm starting to get a little antsy. You know, maybe I'm five minutes late. Whatever. I'm like, hey, we need to get going. Hey, Ron, Ron. You know, nobody answer. Nobody answer. Call. I'm like, I, Colleen, I don't know what to do. Like, he's not he's not opening the door. So she tries to call him. Nobody, nothing, right? She doesn't live that far from the club. So next thing I know, she's like, I'll be there. This is, you know, probably 6.30, 6.45. And uh, legend has it that Mr. White may or may not have been asked to leave the bar across the street for actually standing on the bar at some <laughs> point. <laughs> That doesn't go over well in sports bars when you try to take snaps on the bar after a little more Crown Royal than maybe you should have had. Uh, so she shows up. She has the key, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, she immediately is like, here's the extra key for this. You have it. Like, this won't happen again. I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm a little like, oh. Right, right, right. What's she opens happen? the door. She goes, uh, you, you go through the living room, you just turn to the right, goes down the hallway. Just. <laughs> Ron, Ron, let's go. You got radio, you know, Ron. She, finally, she just opens up the door. And, you know, there's Tater all in his, his wondrous self. His birthday suit. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he's, he's got some, he's got some tidy whities on. <laughs> Uh, and, and he, he's like, you know, he's, he's feeling it. Like he is straight, deeply hung over. Uh, I probably still, still drunk. And, uh, he gets up and he starts putting on clothes, but he forgets to put on the pants first, (laughs) but he's putting on his cowboy boots. (laughs) And so he's hopping on one leg, trying to get one cowboy boot on. He falls off balance and at that point, we had exited into the hallway, but we're looking straight at, you know, it's like so you can see straight into the room. Like, she wants to make sure he's like, let's go. He topples to the wall and just leans across it, regains his balance, but doesn't stand up. He just leans against the wall and, and looks out into the hallway and sees us sitting there and says, Carl, we got time to f- Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, holy shit. Is this like every week I'm going to have to do this? So I became the guy that was like, hey, allow them to have fun, but, but. Yes. Yes. They got to, they got to show up. They got to be Places to be. And, and yeah, there's numerous times where I was decent at that. Uh, or, or if, you know, there was some acts that needed to go, you know, hang someplace where they were comfortable, but not 
you know, like, hey, like when I say we're going, like we're going. Yeah. Uh, which happened, which, which was good in some cases. And then there's the, you know, there's the Pauly Shores. There's the, uh, that they were like, you know what? We're not going, Lewis. We're just going <laughs> to close this bar. And what I mean by that is we're going to close this bar, like, with us in it. And we're just going to be here for, like, the next three or four hours. So just be the buddy. And come to find out, he was right. He was right. He was like, well, what do you know? You got the owner to do exactly that. Who are all these girls that are walking in right now? Where do they come from suddenly? Buddy. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it was, that was my first. That was, that was out of the gate with Ron White. And uh, I've heard that story many times, but uh, it's a pleasure to hear it from Someone who was there. One because of Colleen's, one of the th- ne- Colleen's never told me that story. One of the three, <laughs> pe- one of the three people that were standing there. Well, she just, she just, just like, she was so Oh, I can see also her right she now. Was she was pissed. She was pissed. She was hot. Hot. Uh, she gets flustered at times. I imagine she was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mad. Yeah, it was a combination to be in. Like, you know, you're caught off guard, but you're pissed. And right, right. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It wasn't even that time. We, uh, one time, Ron and I are, I, I had a Jeep at that point as well, right? Summertime, open air. Ron had had his druthers the night before. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I don't know if this was the night that the, the police called Colleen to come get him. He, had, he couldn't find his way to the, to the uh, he couldn't figure out <laughs> the, the, where the condo was, even though it was only like, you know, five blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he could find his way to the club, and and there he was, like you know, taking a nap next to the door of the club when the security came and said, "Who, who are you? What are you doing? Why are you here?" <laughs> and eventually, they figured out to call Colleen to come get him. And I, I believe that was the the so the next day, he, he you know, he uh, he didn't have it. Uh, uh, he wasn't able to uh, to keep his his control. Right? He he may have. Uh, had a little, uh, I had to pull over the Jeep. Gotcha. So that he could, so that he could, uh, uh empty a little bit of his, uh, stomach <laughs> and just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit got on the shirt. Right. <laughs> and he's like, so then he's like all, he's upset at the fact he's, we're going to go in to the, to the radio station. And, and I'm like, well, there's no camera there. They're not going to see it. And he's like, he's, he's pissed. And this was like out of a movie that this happens. He literally sees a garage sale <laughs> as we are driving down the street right there. I'm like, the odds of him being trash hung over, just threw up and and is like And that they sp- have his size. Spots <laughs> spots spots a garage sale. Pull up, pull, take a left. And I'm like, okay, oh, oh you know, I'm just like, what is wh-? I take a left, I go in, he gets out. Finds a shirt that fits him, which is insane. <laughs> that's, that's, Puts that's it on insane. on the spot, hands the lady a ten spot for a shirt that was like fifty cents. Yeah, and we drive off. <laughs> and I was like, "What the? What? Yeah, you're living right. What? You're fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. And he could, and, and he, he he rolled it like it was just like. All good. Like it's just like right. It was just like, of course it happened that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I planned it. Uh, And uh, and and to further go down his, his, uh, geez, I've I've partied with him, even in the last. You know, now that he he rolls in a his own bus, Um, tour bus. Yeah, yeah. I caught up with him in Kansas City. 
uh, maybe five years ago. Nice. It's been a while now. But yeah, that was, I was like, wow, you haven't missed a beat. <laughs> you're just taking it to a whole nother level. Well, yeah, level you're not going to stop when you puke no. on yourself and then there's a garage sale <laughs> just happening. Right, the you're way like, this is all, this you is all. You know what? I'm supposed to be doing this yes. shit. Car, just keep turning the cards, yeah, just baby. Just keep it. turning the cards. It's I got, I got this one. <laughs> Shit's gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, that my f- blow jobs in the parking lot for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that my friend is an entertainment value. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I pick uh, go to the airport. I pick him up. And I'm bringing him to the to the hotel. At that point, he was he was staying in a hotel, and and uh, it's the same hotel that uh, Mark Lundholm is oh, at. Hoping to, I was hoping to get to this. And story. so Mark Love Lundholm is, uh, you know, uh, man, super high energy, right? Like, yep. man, he's just like, hey, brother, how you doing? You know, but but you know, he's he's went through all this stuff, and he's he does his AA shows, uh, you know, very uh, open about his his trials, tribulations, and his recovery. And, and here you go. I'm like, oh, I, it didn't even cross my mind. And it surely didn't cross my mind that they would both be in the hotel lobby at the exact same moment. <laughs> One that just comes down to the lobby to, I don't know what he was doing at that point, but he just comes down. For, there was something there, and, and I'm bringing Ron in to check in. He's checking in. Oh, Ron just steps back for a minute. and Oh, you're that feller that's all... Uh, AA and uh, recovery from all the dependency drugs. And I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's all excited. Like, he's the first time he's ever met Ron. And he'd heard so many stories about him. Ron was probably the, the, he was, he's the comics comic. Before he got big, he was the comics. Every comic knew who Ron White was. Oh, really? But the public didn't. Right? Mm. Yeah. Had no idea. But every comic, think, but yeah, there's guys every like that comic, now, yeah. every town, like yeah. every lots town had yep. a Ron White story. Right? Who every are we city. talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so he walks up. He's all excited to me. You're that feller that's all about temperance and moderation. So he smiled a little bit and shook his hand and said, "Well." I'm just happy to meet you, but I'll tell you right now, we ain't going to be fucking seeing much of each other at all. This <laughs> <laughs> <Very> week. <laughs> Checked in and walked the fuck up to his room, and I'm like, damn, that was so well put and so harsh at the so same time. And honest and <laughs> yeah, just no, that's we ain't going to be honest. seeing much of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He was correct. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> What's great is we had uh, Mark Lindholm here. I don't know if it wasn't during the pandemic. It was right before, but you came up here, and I, I got to stand there and watch you and him recount that story together. And it was just great to see both of you <laughs> with the same reactions. And the, right, because he's remembering it from his point of view. Exactly. Right? I'm so excited yeah. to see Ron. Uh-huh. Right, you know? Yeah, and, and he was like, he's like, oh, I was so excited <laughs> to see him. And, and then he said that, and I was just like, Oh, yep. You just saw it was like, just like, it was like the flattest of the flat tires. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Mark went, I was just like, oh. I was like, oh, I got to go. Um, yeah, there's so, you know, there's, and, and then there's so many comics that really didn't get 
they're like they were big in their time, but didn't uh, you know didn't sort of fold over into you know once once they're you know Comedy Central mm-hmm. and now how many platforms that somebody can put their stuff out there and produce their own stuff? They don't need to have a well, deal. Well, you've or a been label. you've been working uh, well, been around you know the funny bone for many years that yeah. you've seen. Uh, they talk about like comedy booms and comedy lulls where, you know, it's not as popular as it is. And, and right now for a while, we've been going through a comedy boom where it is kind of because of all the platforms and everything, you know, it's out there. And, uh, but you, is it really comedy? I mean, I mean, we're getting true. a lot of, that is true. a lot of YouTube celebrities yes. that think they're funny. Pseudo celebrities, right? Yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I would agree. They come it's in here and, and it's minus, like, right? uh, what to expect and even right. their fans they come in and they don't because this on stage is totally different than any youtube video they've ever done exactly and and so, and, and so but you find that the that. really true comedians the ones that 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 it comes out of their pores they thrive yes in, in this the club yes yep yep it Absolutely. all comes back to the club from them it yep. all comes back to that live interaction you know that 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 buzz they get you know and it's hard to replace that and that's why a lot of them turn to you know, just like many people that are in the entertainment business, that's why they turn to uh, other things. They get done, and it's right. You know, once they're done, and the, the every, you know, they're everybody's moved on with their evening. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of single women that come to a comedy club. No, no, you know, it, it's mostly couples. Yep. So, uh, but you know, amazingly enough, it still takes place. But, um, but you know, generally, a lot of nights they're just going back to a hotel room by themselves. Right. Uh, and, and, and they're coming down off that adrenaline, right? They're like feeding that, that high, ego, yes. man. They're down that high. They're like, whoop, whoop. And so it's, it's a, it, it can be a dark place to go to. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, a great example of that in, in you know, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, Madison Hat was, uh, had a lot of demons. Yeah. You know, um, and wasn't shy about saying, hey, I got a lot of demons, you know, and, and this is, some, sometimes I, I chase them down with this, and sometimes I push them out with that, and sometimes I just get on the demon's tail and go for a ride. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's all. That's all uh, and he had fun doing it yeah, the whole time. Yeah, there was a while, man. There's a oh, while yeah. when I did a uh, – here, here's, a, here's a, a good one. So I'm, I'll throw you out a gent monk story. So this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is pre-medicine at, right? So he, he paid someone to teach him. The meditation. Yep. At that point, we yep. had somebody that was coming into the club named Gary Conrad. And Gary Conrad was a uh, from the South, had that Southern drawl to him, and he was that deep, dark hypnotist, right? Like, he was that guy that was like, bring you to the dark side, <laughs> you know? And I actually had him. I was having some headaches that I couldn't seem to get rid of, and I, I, I asked him. I said, man, I, I, I watch what you're doing, and I trust that you, you know, like, could you, you know, we give it a shot on me. I feel I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he put it in terms that I could, when I was under, that I could understand. And uh, it definitely helped. So, uh, but I will say that I, uh, I, I'd never had uh, Mr. Gent Monk uh, hypnotize me. And I told him, I said, no, I, I will never. <laughs> you're gonna do good. There's no way you're not going to do some shifty shit in my head. And I'm not, you got hypnotized a couple times, right? I did. I yeah. went up on stage a couple times, and I was actually uh, 
digging through some stuff, and I found my old uh, one VHS oh, that's tape right. and we one DVD. Yeah, the VHS tapes, yeah, baby. I got a VHS tape Ooh. when I was on it. And Man, then, there are so many of those out there. Mm-hmm. My what, uh, dad what heard that episode price. and gave me a VHS player so that we could play that tape. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad gave me a VHS he came player. Over, he's like, heard your podcast. You could probably use this and gave me a VHS player. Nice. So I have awesome. one. I used to do this, uh, the, the, the shirts. I, I went into business with him for a little while. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to create these shirts for you. I got an idea for a uh, hypno eye on the back of it. I don't even know where one's at right now. I probably don't even have one. But, yeah, I, I did that for a while. And then, you know, it got a little, as things do with, yeah. you know. Uh, Run their course. Yeah, they ran their course. And, um uh, but yeah, what a money-making machine those are the VHS tapes, and and he brought a whole new aspect to it that hadn't been done before. So he, uh, I remember, I literally chose when when you know we're mapping out everything, and we saw that okay, here here's he's going to do it. He's going to he's switching over his persona. He's no longer Gent Monk. He's going to do this. This is what he's going to do. And I'm like this, you know, right out of the gate, this isn't going to, you know, it's going to take some time to build up, right? Sure. Uh, so that happened to be a, a time in a early spring, right after I had finished a semester of college and I had an opportunity to go to, uh, the university of London for a spring session. And I'm like, this is perfect. I'm going to take time off from the club. I'm going to go do this. Uh, cause I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, a problem, man. I called back at the, at the first weekend lines out the door. 30, 40 people waiting in line to get in for a show. It, it was like, I don't know where he, who he talked to. And, you know, obviously there weren't as many platforms to get your information out sure. there. Yeah. Before. But, man, it was, it was, he took off out of the gate. That first three weeks, they were just rocking it. Uh, so, yeah, I felt a little guilty about it. I'm like, man, I misjudged that. Uh, <laughs> so he used to sell these shirts that were like uh, top, his, he would, his uh, closer was a top 10 list of 10 top, Top ten things not to say to a police officer when you get pulled over because he had been you know, pulled over a time or ten. One, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I still have the T-shirt to this day, uh, and I, I, you know, damn, I should have brought it with me, but uh, I definitely got enough stories that we could do a whole another podcast. Yeah, oh, we so will. We plan will. to. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was there about eight years, seven and a half years. Yeah. My last, my last time, my last act when I w- when I left, uh, and I left willingly. It wasn't anything, you know. Obviously, I welcome back if it wasn't yeah um my last uh my last thing is i'm gonna leave after uh cable guy nice and it was just you know again uh just like the persona changed from jet monk to jay medicine head so did you know uh you know larry the cable guy became a thing and i I don't know if you've ever seen one of his early headshots but it wasn't at all got one right out there yeah Yeah, we got one out there right it's the one with actually a devry 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 cable around his neck and his Uh his autograph on mine it says get me laid lewis (laughs) 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 he he would sit over at divots with a spiral notebook after the show and you're thinking oh they're gonna go party you're gonna do this he maybe had one budweiser Mm -hmm. two tops a little bit of food and he would just sit there and just write he would just write. He and he would hmm. he would ask people. He's like, "What do you think of this?" You know, he would he would just throw it out there because it all started as a bit that he was doing for his buddy, a seven minute bit that he was trying to fill for his buddy that did radio in Florida. Right, right, and right. I'd say, "Okay, can you come up with something for me?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll do a call in, you know, once a week," and then it became once once oh, every no day. Shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then it generated. I didn't from know there. that's how yep. it's okay. Yep. So that was the. Uh, I know. Uh, I remember hearing him call in to Todd and Tyler or yep. the radio shows mm-hmm. around here. 
but I didn't know that's how it started, uh, that he was doing it for a buddy uh, down buddy in Florida. Florida that's yeah, fucking crazy. A radio guy in Florida. That's crazy. Because he lived down there. Samson, Florida? I might be wrong, but that's, uh, that's what that sounds, pops into that my head. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so he started doing that. And so, so it slowly became integrated into his act. So it started gotcha. out, so then it became a seven-minute bit in his mm-hmm. act. And then it became a 15-minute bit in his act. <laughs> yeah. And then pretty soon it was his act. Right. And, you know, it wasn't Dan Whitney anymore. The right. transition had right. taken place from Dan Whitney to Larry, Larry the Cable, the cable guy. guy. And yep. so, like, when we went and visited one time to his ranch, and my son, Jade, was, uh, man, he must have been maybe eight, seven, eight years old. And he's like, Dad, I'm just trying to figure out who, who, what do I call him? Is it Mater? Or is it, <laughs> yeah, is I, it Larry? Yeah, that's a good question. Or is it Dan? <laughs> Or like, what what do I say to him? Like, what do, who is it? Like, what's he gonna look? Are we? You know, he's like, is there gonna be a a tow truck there? <laughs> like he was completely. Like, it, it, was, it was awesome. I was like, you know, you're right. I would just go with Dan. Say hi, Dan. You know. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but watching that progression, watching how each of them, I you bet know, that was really. But that's super cool. It's interesting. Also. Yeah. Especially seeing him. You know where Dan was at at this peak, and where he's at now, and then you're watching watching the morphosis yes. of something that is, uh, you know, for lack of a, I don't know, I, I think it's it's a little bit of comedy genius. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, he absolutely. really said it. No, absolutely. Stuck. And he found some great friends in uh, uh, Jeff Foxworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've only got to meet him once. Uh, he was already, you know, pretty top of his game. He was, right, yes. even back then. Uh, so I got to meet him when uh, he had flown in and, and done a show, and Colleen and I went down to meet him, and with, uh, it was Ron, and you know everybody was kind of there. Nice. So that was kind of the morphosis of that coming together. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know, it, one door opens, another door opens, another door, and watching the people that, and you know, all the all the all the ridiculousness aside with with uh, Medicine Hat, um, you know, he took it, he realized that he had something, and he ran with it. Yeah. Did you ever um, uh, get to work with Ralphie May? I did once. Yeah, fantastic guy. Yeah, he was he was awesome. I didn't get to uh, interact like I have with other comics. You know, take him up to the mm-hmm. to the comedians. Um, that was probably right. I, I believe that that was um, that might have been a- right after I had left. I was still dipping my toe back, you know, a little bit. And Colleen mm-hmm. was smart, and she's like, you know. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna be okay. Like, keep moving in the direction you're going because I was <laughs> looking at going and opening uh, another club, and it actually made plans to move to Cleveland oh. to oh, uh, really? do my tutelage under Mitch, the club owner. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had taken an opportunity that he had that he, he purchased a car as a surprise for his wife, and he said, "All right, well, drive the car out to me." He bought it here because he could get it cheaper here. So there I am. That's a Mitch thing to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. Brand new Lexus. And, you know, it's like, oh, was this like, you know, was this like $432 less expensive? All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, yes. man, you, you've achieved a level of success. Like, who am yep. I to say? Good for you. Yeah. So uh, at that time, uh, you know, I, I had a ponytail. Like, let's remember, gentlemen, before you talk shit. <laughs> it was I the 90s. <laughs> it was the it 90s. Was. The decade of the 90s. You know, the, you can call it a mullet all you want, but the party was everywhere. <laughs> but yet, did I have a sport coat on? Did I have a trench coat on with it pulled back in my best, uh, my be- <laughs> as uh, as Cable Guy put it, uh, he came up to the stage for my last show, and he's like, uh, I started the show, and he kind of gives a little tribute to me. And he he, uh, he says, eh, yeah, he, 
Lewis, it's time. It's it's just it's who else who else it's just you and uh uh oh geez wait uh <laughs> oh my god I can't remember the guy uh karate karate uh, Steven Seagal thank you thank Ralph you. Macchio <laughs> Ralph Macchio is a no wrong, wrong one <laughs> Steven Seagal he's like Steven it's Seagal just you so. and Steven Seagal you gotta let it go <laughs> <laughs> you gotta I'll let, let you the ponytail go left. you're the only two left that are still doing it. Uh, Sean had a ponytail like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I was to one during the pandemic. I didn't get my haircut for a year and uh, like eight. It was full 18 months. I've only had two haircuts since the, since the pandemic, since February of whenever. I don't know. Time's <laughs> out. It's a time warp. So your yeah. hair's looking nice for Thank only you. two. Yeah. Thank you. That's not, yeah, well, I just had the second haircut. You know, I did see you. <laughs> I tried uh, to rock it out for a while. My son was like, yes. dad, dad, no. Yeah, dad, I was going to say. Dad, no, 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 dad, stop. <laughs> I saw you about Four or five months ago. And I'm a, it was, I'm a it was baseball dad, and I keep score for my kids' crew, and and uh, he plays high school ball, and his buddies are like, "Dad looks like a hobo." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, so I think time it. to cut it. Um, <laughs> well, it's true, <laughs> right? There's times. Uh, man, who? Uh, you know, I don't know. There, there's uh, Jamie Fox. I mean, Jamie Fox. Uh, I got lucky when it was when, like you said, the comedy lull was not on. It was full on. Like right. We were oh, booking, yeah. huge. We were booking big acts. Victoria Jackson's great one. Um, taking people out to, uh, you know, like like if it was an urban act, then I, you know, I grew up there. I had friends that owned bars sure. there, so I'd be like, you know, let's go. But you know. Hey, just so we're clear, like when I say it's time to go, or when you say it's time to go, it's always time to go, right? Right, right. But if I say it's time to go, like you got to be all right with that. Are we all right with that? Are we clear? I would always try to make uh, make it clear. Uh, great Bobcat, man. Talk about a guy like you're saying. You don't know what the person's going to be like, and then like this guy. This guy seems like an asshole, you know? Yep. Is yep. he? And then he turns out to be fantastic and greatest so easy dude to deal ever. Yeah. And vice versa. One of the greatest dudes ever. Uh, but yeah, Bobcat is is such. I such saw a, him at the club on 114th. He was one of I think I saw uh-oh. Michael Winslow there also. But Bobcat was one. Yeah, hey, he's saw. a gem. Ooh, and hey, I man. think Bobcat. <laughs> mo- yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong. Dyslexify. I feel Dyslexify. like uh, most of his sound effects were like windows rolling up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, it was a, hey, you think that's good? Just ch- check out uh, Gallagher's brother. That's another. <laughs> no, <one. laughs> I'm know, gonna smash I some shit. Colleen <laughs> told us about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bobcat is is he's super nice. Oh, he's the I mean, down one of the top five people that I yeah. One of the most intelligent human beings that I've met in my life. Very for cerebral. Sure. Very cerebral. Yeah. And like I said, when I saw him at the old club, I was younger. Wasn't. Uh, super into comedy like I am now. He did his set, which was great, but the whole entire time he stared at the corner in the back of the room. So I'm not sure if he could have been on, uh, you know, some some kind well, of med- let, medication, mind-altering substance. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this: what, uh, like you would remember because it was so it stood out so much. It did that uh, if this is the show you're speaking of, um, did he have his hair cut? Yes. So and was it blonde? I don't remember the color of it, but it was cut. And at the time, he was definitely dating Nikki Cox because she was, I saw her like 
behind the bars in some back room as I was entering the club. She I is. do have that in my memory. She's pleasant on the eyes. Yes, she is. Yes, <laughs> and she that's is. why I remembered her. Uh, so that would be the, the yep, that was the first time that, that he came to town was that. So, uh, you know, uh, life plays out as it does. It does. And <laughs> when he came back, uh, it was literally the first show he had done outside of Cali post-breakup. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you always wonder what the, the persona, right? You got, right. You, am I going to get, for instance, am I going to get Pauly Shore as Pauly, like just doing his thing, or am I going to get the Wheeze? Right. Right. Because right. that wasn't, you know, his first time there. It was, right. It wasn't that far from the Wheeze days. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get Bobcat, is everybody going to expect that you're going to get Police Academy? Ah! <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> and you know he threw he threw a little bit. You know he did some yes, of that the he first sure time. Um, uh, you know he knows where the rent's paid. Uh, <laughs> and, and but when he came that time, he was. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm man. I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. Uh, to say he was damaged goods. Yeah, yeah, for he sure. was damaged goods when he when he came after you know they the breakup with Nikki. That makes and, sense. Uh, he had he had shaved his head completely. Uh, oh, wow. down to, uh, I mean, not completely, but he had, he had taken off the long hair, uh, and he had, uh, he had dyed it blonde. So, you know, picture the guy that you're used to seeing. Right, It's right, all right. blonde hair. Right. That's maybe, you know, a, an inch buzz all cut. the way around buzz cut. Um, the, the three times that I've worked with him, two of them, he was here premiering movies. Right. So, uh, yep. God bless America. Yep. And then that one about the, the Bigfoot. I, oh yeah, no, that one's great. Yeah, that one's great. And and then the third time he did come up, come in and just do stand up, and gosh, that his stand up, his whole routine about being on a plane, and it's the Special Olympics team in the back of the plane, and they're they're making emergency landing, and they're talking about a fire truck that's going to be you know waiting for them at the end of the the runway. And somebody from the Special Olympics team just stands up and goes, fire truck! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best. It, you know, I, I can't do it justice, but it's just hilarious. He's, uh, and, and that's what happens. That's the, honestly, that's the beauty of this club. And I'm not, I'm not out of turn bringing this back around to a reason that comics feel comfortable coming to a club in the middle of, let's be honest, like, you know, Cornfield, flyer state, right? Right, flyer state. How many times I would pick up a comic that had never been here before, and they would be astounded. They're like, "Wow, this is nothing like I thought it would be. It's so clean. It's so much cleaner. It's so much greener. Mm -hmm. It's everybody's really nice here. It's almost off-putting to them that everybody's so (laughs) nice." Uh, And I would, you know, I'd do my spiel. I'd give my five, you know, I'd do my my sawbuck tour of here's what omaha offers here's what it is here's what it's not you know i I, you know we have our our problems and here's what they generally are and here's you know i give them the the lowdown uh and and it's uh but there's a reason that they come back here and they feel comfortable here and they try out new material here and it has so much to do with the people that are in our metropolitan area in our state just the midwestern what we have what we are what we yeah, were right. brought up on, yep. and as um, if it if it can fly, if, if if the what what they throw out flies in a flyover state, right? It'll fly anywhere. Yep. Because if you make people laugh deep inside themselves here, 
like that that transcends that transcends you know usually you, you see things that are trendy or things that are happening they they start at the borders they start at you know cali or new york or florida or texas and, and they work their way and pretty soon that trend that vibe that whoever's hot gets here maybe a year later you know yep. it can, then it becomes mm-hmm. like a thing here well if it if it's if it's if it's solid here and it works its way that way man you, you know you're good oh you know right. you're good. sure so they always love to try it out here and I, you guys see it you guys see they still come back oh, yeah well that well at the end of the year we have bob saget on the calendar there you go and he's been here one time before and, you know, I've always asked Colleen over the years, you know, when are we going to get him back? Are we getting him back? And she's like, well, we don't have a direct flight from L.A. Yep. And we don't have a five-star hotel. So those were always his stipulations. You know, and we had on the calendar, we had Lewis Black coming back. You know, that's why we get all these names. What a great Coming guy. back. Man, Such he's a so nice solid. Guy. I was uh, helping at, at uh, people call it Club Nico, but it was the real name. It was just Nico. And still to this day is the nicest uh, Without a doubt, the sharpest and 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 most uh, well crafted nightclub that maybe Omaha's ever seen, and <laughs> that means no disrespect to places like uh, the Max, uh, who's been doing it for right. you know, eons and continues to. And but their 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 setup was made for. I was I had never big, been there, but uh, like uh, and, and I'll I'll quote what uh, so Britney Spears came in to do two shows. Here in Omaha, and uh, her advance team came in and said, "We need some place, you know, mm-hmm. to go to take to you know to allow them to go." And this and was those guys don't fuck around. No. <laughs> so she, she like had, if you've been living under a rock, the, the largest <laughs> the, could be the largest, scariest individual I've ever like visually seen was her. Her bodyguard, her main guy, her point man was a guy named Mo. And this gentleman was a uh, yeah, yeah. You walk in the you know it, it was intimidating yeah <laughs> uh but you're but but could not have been a nicer person sure and you know he understood the, the the scenario he was in so he comes in he said we we are looking for a place to take not just britney but her all of her dancers yeah. like you know it's a big production whole entourage entourage where we can find a place where we can enjoy ourselves without the, the masses and and the issues and everything that's going on with her right now now, mind you, this was right after she had had the uh, Red Bull and, and vodka-induced um, uh, marriage, mm-hmm. or live marriage. High school sweetheart, right? Was that what it was? Man, what a great, what a, uh, you know, I'm sure he's still, like, is having aftershocks from that. I bet that was a hell of a weekend. But, you know, it played out as it should, and, and her people that control her as if, you know, it's not already, it's not in the, it's, it's news right now. Right. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday. Yes. So, uh, yeah, there are, pe- there's a large amount of people that she, she keeps the money train rolling for a lot of people. So they, they want to protect that. Right. So her label people and everybody. So the advanced team comes out, they say this, this place, uh, probably the best compliment the club's ever been given. This place could fall out of the sky in any metropolitan area and be one of the hottest clubs. Nico. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've never been there, but and, I've and heard the gentleman that, that like I've been the, there. The gentleman that owned it and started it was a, a, a real estate legend in this town, Ralph Marasco. Oh, sure. Right? Yep. And yep. was one of the first gentlemen that passed in this pandemic. Oh, this is true. Yes. Right? You are correct. Yes. Oh, really? Yep. And uh, it was shout a, it was out and mad news, props yeah. to, to Ralph Marasco. Yeah. 
he uh, could be harsh and mean and, uh, 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 you know, say things to you. You're like, whoa. But I learned so much from him. I was both, uh, he allowed me, you know, I was his representative as, and then became like, all right, I'm going to, you know, the, the craziness that comes from opening something like that and the pressure right. and the, and like, you know, he had everything like down. He didn't understand that people are going to like not give two shits about your carpet or your anything. They're just going to damage your club out of the yeah, fact right. they're loaded. And it's right. a club, you know, it's like there, there's a lot of people just getting crazy in there. <laughs> and so it, it was disruptive, you know, it was hurtful to him. And, and I understand that. Uh, and so I said, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll bartend for you too. So I, I came in and started becoming a part of that scene. And that's a whole nother chapter that's got, you know, a podcast that goes with it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, basically, yeah, Britney Spears coming in there and, uh, you know, they, uh, it was, an, it was crazy. I got a call out of nowhere from a guy from Chicago with us weekly that wanted me to ac- allow him access to get pictures. And I'm like, why, why, how did you get my number? Just crazy stuff like that. Really? That's like, crazy. Oh no shit. And like I, he wanted you to like, like let him in the, so that he the, could. G, the GM of the place, we worked at the Playboy Club together, right? Name is Sammy Scarpello, mm-hmm. legend. He's been around forever. Uh, well, he, he he was the GM of Guitars and Cadillacs, right? Which is just up the street right. beforehand. Yep. yep. Guitars and Cadillacs closes. He goes there, and uh, uh, he he said, "I want you to be the person that works and takes care of these people because you're used to it. You're not gonna." You're not going to be an idiot. You're not going right. to like get googly. You're just going to take care of things and make sure that it's right because that's what you've done with the funny bone. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. So she comes in and you know it, it was just it was insane. But let's go back to Lewis Black because that's although you know we, <laughs> we could save the Britney story for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was she was very nice though. I wasn't allowed to I had to make sure. And Red Bull wanted me to get a picture with her with a Red Bull in front of her. It was it was, it was crazy. She that had a certain crazy. color of glasses so that they couldn't see. Basically, what she's drinking. Right, exactly. Mm. Yep, yep. So Makes sense. Uh, with Lewis, uh, you know, I got a call from Colleen. She's like, hey, Lewis Black's in town. Uh, I'm like, awesome, yeah, I, I heard he's in town. She's like, can you, he wants some place to go where it's like happening, but uh, he can he can feel comfortable. Yeah, great. You know, come on down. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, 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 we had a red room and a black room that were in the back that one, one had a pool table in it. The other one was just a lot of couches and kind of things that were just lock, you know, lockable rooms that were mm-hmm. private that you could still uh, kind of look out two-way glass so you could see out onto the dance floor. So, yeah, I brought him down and uh, hooked him up in the red room, got him a pool table, and, uh, uh, and Lewis had a nice time that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lewis enjo- awesome. had an enjoyable evening, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, his, his, uh, he gave me a, a poster of a 4th of July thing that he did uh, in another city, and he wrote on it. He said, "From Lewis to Lewis, uh, kind of a pussy way to spell your name." Because <laughs> <laughs> this is L E W and mine's L O U. I was like, "That's that's pretty good to say." Um, so I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. So if there's one comic that you could you know see up here again, dead alive, that you've seen before, oh. who would you want dead to come or back? Dead, dead or, or alive. alive? Yeah. That's been at the funny bone. Yeah, that that you've seen before. Hey, buddy. Well, let me think about that while we open a little of. Uh, sure. Why don't you go ahead and uh, yeah, you yeah, talk about uh, that? Yeah, Soldier Valley. Uh, 
man, Patriarch Distillers, a friend of mine, been in the business forever, and and man, just took the ballsy step to say, this is my dream, this is what I want to do. I'm all in. And his whole family is behind it. Uh, that's where the Patriarch comes from. Uh, his grandfather uh, was a paratrooper uh, in World War II. He hmm. was a paratrooper. His son currently is in the Air Force. Like oh, this wow. is this that's is this crazy. is not some bullshit thing. Uh, he's recently partnered with Lee Greenwood. Okay. So now they now have a, a Lee Greenwood signature spirits that's out and uh, it's doing fantastic. I just got back from Sturgis doing some work for him and uh, man, he couldn't. He's on a roll, and I couldn't be happier for him. He took his dream and he said, "I'm I'm all in and, and going to do this." So yeah, we're sharing this. And actually, I, I this drink is still on the menu here, and I've, I'm fortunate enough to have made a few drinks for him that were signature drinks, and uh, and he's trusted me to 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 put his his name and his brand out there, and I'm thankful. I'm blessed to call him friend. Uh, so yeah, Jeff Haddon, here's to you. Cheers. Cheers. Um, it's fucking delicious. Here's to all the all the all the deliciousness in life. Um. Dead or alive, man. There's, uh, I, I feel like it goes. You know, it can't help but go to the, to the ones that have departed a little right, bit. Right, of course. Um, Diana Limo. You know. Okay, so uh, there's, there's a, a sign plaque. in, there you the, go. in the green room. Yeah, right? it says Diana Limo. If you if you haven't banged her, then you're you a fag. Be right. So I was always a fag. <laughs> like, ah, you're just it a fag anyway. Yeah, I'm like, what? It's like, oh, you, we ain't banged. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, that's all I've known of her is the plaque in the stories. Yep. Yep. Uh, man, who, uh, you know, you know what I, you know, I got to say, it's like asking me what my favorite song is. Oh, sure. And, uh, oh, I know it's so a loaded here, question. Here, here's, here's the, here's how I would piece that answer together. Um, I would do. <laughs> Here, I would, I what would take, make Don happy? Your top five, your list. I would take. Oh, well, I would take like a, <laughs> a, a an interwoven like uh, playlist, so to speak, of bits. Like like yeah. Who, 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 that's inter- yeah. Okay, that's so at the old club, right? So if you're if if you're the bartender or if you're behind the bar, there's a curtain, right? So like I said, I can move that curtain to the side and I can see exactly the stage. So no matter how many times you've seen somebody, no matter how many times. Uh, but shit, you had to put up with their everything. Mm. There are people that you couldn't deny, like, oh, wait, I got, you know, I've seen this bit 42 times, but I want to see it again. Sure. Yeah. And and I would be like, I'd be like, hey, you know, Terry, Cindy, pull the curtain to the side. You know, can you pull the curtain to the side right now? You know, they would do it. And because, you know, half the, you know, some of the servers, you know, everybody. Oh, yeah. That was, you know, it wasn't just a me thing. It was everybody thing. And, and even other comics would come in. And so, uh, I, man, I would interweave it with, uh, ooh, man. Uh, man, that's a Russia stuff. I should have I thought that one yeah, through. I, I should have expected I did, that I did pull that one on you, but um, just thinking about all the comics that you've seen and, and you know, uh, how, you know, honestly, there, there's, there, like, there's ending, you want to see back. Uh, I would love to, okay, who I would like to be able to sit right now and watch. Sure. Right? Uh, I, I think of a David Strassman, as, as infuriating as he was to <laughs> deal with him. And, and, you know, imagine trying to make, as, as so I was myself and another doorman, uh, uh, Pat Butler, we, would, we were assigned the task of, you know, we were music nerds. And, and so we, but he had everything on cassette tapes. 
So imagine trying to make edit, trying to like figure out exactly. You had to you rewind it with your finger, or if you know, like put a pencil. All number two pencils everywhere. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh, and trying. Oh, hey, hello. <laughs> 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 Who are we talking about? That right? uh, I think that tells me. Uh, yeah, it's. I, we, do we have a countdown clock here? Is there a time limit? I'm probably at the time limit. Uh, <laughs> we're but, but at about, a, we're about an hour 40 right now. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. My apologies. No. No, no. 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 <laughs> you okay over there, Grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Next question Way for you, Sean. We're going to pass him. I'm just ramping up. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going after this? <laughs> Home. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> that a kid. Let's go eat some keynotes, dog. I want to see somebody taking snaps on the ball. Keynotes open cool. tonight. Cool. <laughs> Head to the big red. I would say, um, uh, man, just odd stuff, like odd stuff. The stuff that that like uh, when when everybody kind of laughs at a joke, but like all the comics and some of the staff are sitting in the back. Dying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, love yeah. That that's stuff. the funny that's shit. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Love like uh, like oh, I love Mark Gross. Um, I love. Yep. I would I would have some some pieces of his act. Um, oh, I was a huge fan of Malone and Mucci's. Man, DC Malone. He 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 parties on a scale right in that Ron White mm. universe, right? He he uh, he gets after it. Um, we we. And, and he's really into music, so he he would they would come into town, and they had a, a musical close that I still listen to the song, and I advise I will throw it out to anybody and everybody to check out this song. It's called Geronimo's Cadillac, and okay. man, I'm so blessed to have made friends with DC. He's still out in Oregon, still making music, doing his thing. He and uh, 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 Hampton New Cheese was his his partner. And uh, he was a, a flutist, a flautist. That's the <laughs> one right? Played the flute. Um, and, and DC, you know, it was just the perfect making. Like, small little Jewish guy playing the flute with, you know, and then this giant, massive guy that was beard. And, and take a chance and look it up. I mean, I'm telling you, it's so it's a Michael Martin Murphy song that they redid. Okay. And it's a story of Geronimo's Cadillac when... Uh, they took Geronimo's land and wouldn't give it back, right? But instead, they gave him a Cadillac as a sign of, of like... Um, oh, you're speaking my language big time right now. <laughs> I love history things like this. It, this it's is, a, it's this is very interesting to me. And yeah. so they gave him a Cadillac, and as, as like that was like his thing. But the, but the, the aha-ha moment was that here is this picture of Geronimo that exists sitting proudly, right, in this, in this Cadillac with no engine in it. No because shit. Because they don't, they won't allow him to leave the reservation. Oh, and it's wow. like, I, I've, u- I've used that analogy in, in what I've, in things that I've done in my life since then. And it's, uh, wow. It, and it was such wow. an impactful song. It would leave the audience just like floored. Like everybody was just like, Ooh. and so they do. Uh, so I'd love to finish it out with that. Uh, Chris Bliss, the boss of the balls opened from Michael Jackson on his bad tour hmm. could juggle like, and he would do it, uh, uh, like neon would would do the like the the and the strobe lights. You did that at the bone. Yes, do it on stage, and he would do it to the Beatles' "Golden Slumbers." No shit. It D- was Davis is the boss of the balls. 
Chris Bliss may have given it up. He's not as fast with his hands, and he would not miss a nimble. ball sometimes. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was it was it was just like you had to be like, hey, turn it back. I want to watch this. Um, <laughs> man, the list goes. Uh, Super Energy BT. Um, oh, love BT. God. He hasn't been here for a while. Oh, he hasn't been here forever. My yeah. dad was a massive fan of Uncle Lair. Is oh, it? Oh, I love Uncle Lair too. Uncle Lair. Likes dead eye fucker. What did you say? <laughs> and you know he'd say that sometimes to people that were like, "No, I'm serious," and he'd be like, he'd just, "Just pile on." You know, like, <laughs> Damn, dude. No mercy. <laughs> Listen to your Uncle Lair. <laughs> right. A tip from your... I, he's still out there. Uh, uh, yes, he came here Rocky last year, Laporte. I feel like. uh, Love Rock. Hey, uh, my uncle's got a popsicle stand. It's called uh, Lick This. I <laughs> 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 got this other uncle. He's got a vacuum cleaning shop. It's called... Uh, no, it's called Vinny's Vinny's Vacuum Shop. What are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> uh, man, here's a guy I love, uh, Dak Raykow. Used that. to on stage play butt darts, which oh, is basically God. butt quarters, where you clinch up his butt cheeks, put a quarter in between his butt cheeks, and make it into a glass, and he could <laughs> do it. And it was like fucking phenomenal. I'm like, oh. Uh, I had the pleasure to wow. go and, and help open the Sioux City or the Sioux Falls Funny Bone. That was a Sioux Falls Funny Bone that opened up, and that was the uh, so I got up there as, as like the corporate guy that came up and said, "Okay, this is how it's done." This, that, yeah, and the yeah. other. And Dak was our first, our, our our inaugural. He broke the comedy chair. He snapped <laughs> the hymen on the old Sioux Falls, and uh, I still drive by sometimes when I go to uh, venture up to Sioux Falls, and I'm like, "Yeah, that was some good. That was good." So I was up there for like a month, <laughs> getting everything set, and uh, yeah, butt darts. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't help but say, you know, some hat and some, yeah, uh, some Whitney, you know, some, some, you know, and that was a privilege, really, and to be able to watch the the metamorphosis, yep, of of the of, of specifically those two, and really, you know, like Ron White, Billing Ball. I got some, I got some great Billing Ball stories, uh, but yeah, I know we're we're uh, yeah, we'll save those for next time for right. sure. Totally understandable. So, so when it, you say Whitney, mix. are you talking Whitney Cummings? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, oh, Fox. Dan Whitney. Gotcha. Jamie Fox gotcha. Was, Jamie Foxx was solid. Um, man, it's just a plethora. Well, I haven't been here. I've been here the least amount of years out of everyone here. And, um, Maybe. <laughs> I think, it, it, like you're saying, it would be cool because Dan, Cable Guy, and um, watching those guys come through because they were more, they were localized guys. Right. Uh, where we've seen, I've seen it like when I first started working here, Tom Segura came through mm -hmm. and he wasn't doing stadiums. Now he is. Uh, pandemic happened, so we got to have him again. And it was cool to see him uh, come here where it was full every night. You know, he was a bigger celebrity. But it's a little bit different than how you saw it where it's more those guys are there every night or a couple nights a week. Or if I'm know. with him, you know, in the morning and I'm with him at night. Exactly. And, and I'm taking him around. So we're, we're talking about life. You know, we're not just sitting silent. We're, right. They're getting to know me and I'm getting to know them. I'm, you know, like, hey, man, I'm just I'm trying to get up at 6 a.m. to come get you. 
and and I, I went to work at a bar like after I right, finished right. working, you know, <laughs> right. after, and so it's two o'clock. I'm getting up four hours later, and I'm I, I when I when I left the Funny Bone, I had a, there was a I was fortunate enough to have at one of the places I worked an incredible photographer, and I and he super nice guy, and I said, hey, I have this idea. Uh, I understand that I'm in a chapter of my life that's, uh, uh, you know, it's not always going to be here. Things change, life changes, and and I'm about to decide to make these changes. And I already knew, like, okay, October is when I'm going to call it good. Uh, by the way, uh, Dan Whitney, Larry the Cable Guy, thanks for hooking me up with that limo blowjob <laughs> last <laughs> night. That was awesome. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome. Limo in McKenna's parking lot. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and call it a night, Lewis. You just go ahead and stay in there, stay in here with oh with oh. All right. So um, <laughs> thank you. Um uh yeah, there's a I got lost right there in the visual. The train track went right off. <laughs> yeah, um, we could tell you were reliving that moment. I was, yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I remember Flashback the limo there. was like a blue limo. Why who's got a blue limo instead of a black limo? <laughs> <laughs> See, That's a great that, question. Right, it's the yeah, little yeah, things yeah, that stand weird. out. Um, so, uh, yeah, where did that train go? Where was I at there? All right, good game, good game, yes. good game. <laughs> um, fortunate enough to 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 have these opportunities and to see people like Mark Gross, right? Right. Where where he, you know, it's not always in front of the camera that that they. Transfer to and a lot of people that went on to be writers, um, but local and you get to see them and so spending that time with them and getting to really know them, you know not, but but enough, mm-hmm. you know that you get a sense right. Uh, man, Kozak, magician. You know we had a lot of magicians and you're like, oh, this is you know at first you're like this is kind of hokey, but you see like a, a Kozak or a Matt King and you're like, wow, man, these guys got some talent. Like, where did you hone that? Like, try, that's the stuff that's crazy to me. Like, okay, tell me how you got to, where did this all come from? Uh, where did you hone your talent? What did, you know, guys telling me road stories of, of, of just watching themselves on, on videotape and critiquing themselves as they're driving cross country on the Kansas Turnpike. <laughs> and you're like, wow, that's got to be brutal, you know, sometimes. Yeah, right. they're, they're learning their, their craft and their art. They may, that's a brave choice. Oh yeah, and and a lot of relationships don't last through that, and they're going through a lot to be out there and give it all on the road. And I applaud that. And that's ballsy. Absolutely, and that's, you're following your dream. You you think you got it? You got a, a thing, man. Go go get that shit. Go get that shit. That's awesome. And I I I think it's great that you guys are taking an opportunity to say, hey, here's this collective experience that we've had being exposed to this, mm-hmm. right? And seeing a side that few other people see. Right. And exactly. That, and that you're bringing this to people. And, uh, you know, the good, the bad, the, the yeah, it's, you know, it's however you want to take it. It's good. It just is. It is what it is. And there's a, a thousand stories that a thousand doormen and, and bar backs and bartenders and servers have. But you're the ones bringing it to people. Yep. You're the ones making it real. You're the ones saying, hey, you, you want to see behind the scenes? You want to see behind the curtain? Mm-hmm. This is kind of what happens. This is what happens here. This right. is what we're doing. This is what you don't know about. So, well, you know, they think they know about. Yeah. You know, maybe they do. 
Maybe they don't. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot that goes maybe, into this. Maybe uh, the girl that little place around here to yeah, make yeah yeah to make to, to make, make it all happen ha- to make yeah. the magic happen. Yep, magic. <laughs> we're all on stage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are. No, right? Getty Lee, world of stage. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, having me on. Um, I have. Yeah. Listen, we've been trying to run you down for a minute. We want to thank you, yeah. and we definitely want to have you on again because we know you're just full of stories. I just scraped the iceberg. <laughs> I know. We haven't I talked know you about Pauly Shore's <laughs> tour bus. We haven't talked about uh, Bobcat the night after he. Colleen's like, hey, he doesn't need to go back to a hotel by himself right now. Will you please take him? And <laughs> and he wasn't drinking. He had stopped drinking everything but coffee. But man, that cat could put down some coffee. And I have a hilarious strip club story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so next show mm-hmm. is at one thirty. <laughs> tonight? No, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, perfect no. for the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be ready. <laughs> you better call your wife, brother. You better call your wife. Tell her I went out with Lewis tonight, and she's gonna fucking. <laughs> well, didn't we say that earlier? Uh, <laughs> You're that friend. Everybody's girlfriend. She, everybody's she did wife. say that when I introduced you. She's like, oh, fucking Lewis. <laughs> As well, she should have. <laughs> <laughs> legend precedes you. Hey, I don't lead them down the road. I just show them where it's at. There you go. They can follow me or they can go home. Whatever. It don't yeah. matter. You know, I'm, I'm good with you. I love you either way. <laughs> Well, again, we can't thank you enough, Lewis. This has been uh, great hearing all these uh, old stories in the clubs and, and hearing the interesting thing about you. And, you know, because you were here when I started and and you've been around in and out. And, you know, I didn't know all those things about you. So there's some uh, very cool things. Yeah, next time uh, I'll have, definitely have to we'll, we'll touch on the, the story of uh, Medicine App being here and, and me uh transitioning uh after my faux pas with a little too much jameson and colleen <laughs> was beautiful enough to say hey why don't you get a soft landing here and get your feet back under you yeah and there was a moment of of distinct clarity that is definable um on every level that happened during a, a medicine at show here nice. also the bobcat strip club uh story that we can touch on and you know a lot more jamie fox and um uh, so gracious and so nice and plays a hell of like for a short cat that 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 cat can ball he he played some piano <laughs> and some basketball on the same day oh i was shit. like damn <laughs> just walked up to a piano at sweet 98 and was like and i was like whoa D- had no idea that he had that talent uh uh yeah and and many more so i'll nice we'll close off with that i know i know it's uh it's been a long night for both yeah thank you brother for staying around Please tell your wife I appreciate her. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll go home and appreciate her for yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. You ain't that tired, dog. You be like, I put my footy pajamas on. And, mm, mm. Uh, all right. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lewis. Yeah, thanks for thanks listening, for everybody. Here, Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us exactly. on all the socials. YouTube or YouTube, we're out video now. Views up in this month. Email us, doorguyspod at yahoo.com. We can read your name on the next episode. Yeah, send us some emails. Send send me some questions. What do you want to know? Like, what do you want to know about comics maybe that you've seen? And and maybe I have had no experience with anybody that any of you send anything about. But I I guarantee you, the three cats that I'm sitting with right now probably have 
And so <laughs> somebody's yeah. going to be able to address your question. What have you wanted to know? And maybe we know it, maybe we don't. And maybe your questions are ridiculous. And if so, I love you all the more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Send for listening, out. everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>